What up? Yo, 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 yo. Yo, where's this man Burnett at? He don't want to do this. Oh, no. That's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> your boy is sleeping. I mean, he's a tired kid, you know? He's got He's got a lot of hot air balloons to catch and... I guess. You know, make sure that they get back to the building. I need him to come on because all during the uh, NBA playoffs, he was talking about how me and me and Knight were going to sleep early and he was talking shit. Now, he, <laughs> now he's going to sleep all early trying to, trying to catch those hot air balloons. I mean, I I was under the impression that we were all in full uh, – what tonight and get something in the works and stuff. But wait, what'd you say? You were breaking up. I said I was un- gonna be uh, on this tonight. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no, because no, you because you brought up um, Thursday night football, like either during the halftime or after the the game last week. And that's why I, I wanted to do it yesterday, and I wanted to do it today. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, you know, obviously we'll have to get more organized and whatnot. Of course. But I was hoping to do Thursday night. Well, I guess it would be Tuesday night first. And we could just go over, you know, all the – basically everything that happened over the weekend. We could do the Sunday game and the Monday game as well. And then Thursday we'll do whatever happens in between and the Thursday night recap. And, you know, with MLB playoffs starting soon and hockey starting and all that, we should have plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think Tuesday and Thursday is is straight. Like you said, Tuesday recap the week, the weekend uh, football, and then Thursday we kind of do like a um, preview of the week coming up, and then bring up everything else, baseball, hockey, everything else that's going on. Yeah, I mean, if there's something like real, real important or something that happens in the middle of the week, or maybe on like a like a Friday or a, a Tuesday or what, you know, or Wednesday or whatever. And, and we really want to get to it. Maybe we could just do like a quick little 10, 15, 20 minute segment or whatever. And just maybe not all four of us, but maybe just you and I, or you and Burnett or whoever, Yeah, and then we just, you know, that way we try to cover everything as best as we can. But <laughs> Well, I don't think Burnett's coming, so it's just you and I. So we don't got to go super crazy tonight, but we can start with with uh, Thursday night if you want to. Okay. I'll say, uh, I mean, decent game. I thought it was a pretty good game, you know. I didn't see all of it, but I did see, you know, most of it, and um, – I mean, even when Aaron Rodgers loses, he just, I don't know. I just, I watch him lose, and I'm just like, man, he shouldn't have lost. <laughs> Bro, 
let's just full disclosure. We're Cowboys fans, of course. Yes. I'm so mad at this game. I'm so fucking mad. Like Philly comes Philly comes out. They play terrible against the Redskins. They should have lost. They play terrible against the Falcons. They do lose. They play terrible against the uh, Lions at home. They lose. And then they come out today. And what is Green Bay doing? Like, Not playing defense. That's what they're doing. Like, I the mean, scouting, the scouting report on Green Bay, I mean, on the, the Eagles is that they're corners are trash or terrible. Why are they just throwing the ball all over the place? Like I don't I don't get it. I don't know what's wrong with Green Bay this year. <laughs> well, I mean an obvious welcome to the podcast, Anthony Burnett. Uh, You're, we're recapping Thursday night right now. We're talking about the uh the fact that the Eagles have not played any type of winnable football yet, they decided to pull off a win last well last minute, basically with in uh, Lambo in Lambo, you know, and uh, they didn't play defense until the last drive of the game, basically. <laughs> that that red beard came through. Yeah, I mean. I think they actually played pretty good on defense today, given the fact that they're minus Devonte. <laughs> yeah, minus Devonte. Given the fact that they're bad on um, quarterback cornerbacks, I think they played actually pretty good. It's just like, come on, Green. Like I don't, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on in Green Bay. I don't get it. That shit looks the same as last year with that running offense. Well, that was, the thing. that was the thing with Green Bay tonight is Green Bay couldn't couldn't run the ball at all. But it's like <laughs> if you think about it, these NFL teams take everything they do from Madden. Like if we if we're honest about it, like ten years ago, um, we started deciding to defer the kickoff into the second half in Madden. Yeah, now, people are deferring kickoffs in the second half in real games. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything for men. No, so, yeah, I agree. I agree. Once you realize that you can't run the ball, just stop running the ball. Just throw it. You yeah, I, mean? I, mean, I will say that I, I think that, I think that Green Bay should have scored in the when they were in the red zone and yeah. the ball four times in a row and. Jimmy should have caught at least at the very least. Jimmy should have caught the last pass to him in the back of the end. I mean, I know that it was it was a little high, but that should have been a touchdown. If that ball gets caught, that changes the outcome of the game most likely. But I just I think it just proves that you can throw the ball all you want and have great wide receivers and have a great quarterback, but if you can't run the ball, you're just your ability to 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 spread out defenses is is destroyed and you just have no chance when it comes to you know throwing the ball over and over and over again because they know you're throwing the ball and that's that's always been my argument against these people who say running backs don't matter it's like if you look at 
New England last year, they won the Super Bowl because they started running the ball in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to be able to do it. Look at the look at England's running game now. I mean, it's it's, it's a committee of of running backs, and I don't. I mean, side note. The worst committee to read in fantasy, by the way. Jesus Christ. That's why <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm not taking any of these guys. James White, God. Sony Michelle. I know, I did it. I'm good. God damn it, I got to deal with that shit all year. I'm about to sit Michelle this week, and he's about to give me uh, probably three on the bench. I am fine with, without dealing with that. I'm okay. It's like, which one is it? White boy Burkhead or James White or fucking? And then he's like, James White's having a kid. I'm sick. And they can afford to do it, which is weird. What happened? Yo, did we lose connection? Oh, yeah. I'm back. Where's Where's Mike? Mike lost connection. Can you hear me? Yeah. It shows it's on. Uh, we're gonna have some hiccups here. We'll figure that out. But uh, anyways, like I was saying, fantasy wise, if you have to have a New England running back, good luck because I don't care who you are. You're you're probably not guessing correctly when it comes to a New England. That's like you can start all three. <laughs> That's like last year. Last year I had Saquon, I had McCaffrey, and I had Sonny Michelle. Should have been the best three running backs that you could possibly have, and I didn't even make the playoffs. Fuck. <laughs> No, 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 running backs. Never again. <laughs> yeah, we, had to, we had to send that big-ass head night money. Yes, I was so fucking mad. But oh well. So, let's get back into non-fantasy football real quick. So, obviously, we all know that the Eagles pulled off a win with a last-second pick on the goal line, which was also a deflection. So it was a good defensive play by the by the Eagles. You know, they came away with Lambeau against the Packers, a team that – but um, I don't think that it has too much of a – you know, I don't think it makes too much of a difference for – for us as Cowboy fans, as we've already pointed out. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know how much longer I can have faith in these Green Bay Packers, though, with the way they were doing The takeaway from this game, I think, is like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, I think. I don't know if we're going to see them ever again deep. Uh, But see, I don't want to say that because I watch Aaron Rodgers play the game and I watch the way he thinks, and this is why Josh and I are always saying that he is the GOAT, because the way that this man plays the game is it's, – it's, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. He, the way he 
thinks. It's it's like you can visually see this man thinking while he's talking. You know, you very rarely see Aaron Rodgers make a sloppy mistake in the pocket or even outside of the pocket. You know, he's he's moving, he's getting away from from defenders. Yet he's not going to force the throw or he's not going to just throw the ball away unnecessary if he doesn't need to. He'll run for the first down. He'll get his check down. He'll, you know, he, he's just so smart. And that's what the whole ring conversation comes to with the Tom Brady thing, like, oh, he doesn't have any rings. But I'm not saying rings mean you're the GOAT. I'm saying this man's football IQ is – Probably the highest in the game that we're watching right now. Well, and that's when I feel bad for his non-existing running game, even though, like, I feel like Aaron Jones is a good running back. I just think the schemes they're calling aren't fitting. They're awful. The schemes are awful. It's like I saw a play today. I think it was, like, a second in, like, eight or something like that. And they took Devontae Adams out of the game. So if I'm playing – I just go back to when I'm, I was playing uh, linebacker. If I see that you take your best wide receiver off the field, I'm going run the entire way. Like, right. right. I look stupid on film if y'all play action pass. I'm fine with that. But if you take your best wide receiver off, I'm, I'm taking the run cue the entire way. So I, don't, I, don't, I really don't, I don't understand what they're doing. They're doing like pitches. Like – yeah, pitch plays yeah. don't work out of I formation. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. But my whole argument with TK about Aaron Rodgers is just like the little things. Like Aaron Rodgers is running out and he's pointing at people to like do something else to run a different route, but he's pointing at no one. Like no one's over there looking at him to yeah. run that route. He's just pointing so that a defender moves and that he can drop off a pass. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a game of inches, obviously, like everybody says. And if if he needs if he needs four yards and he can get that defender that hard, that 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 you know, defender whatever to turn their head and and give him those three four five feet that he needs to make the move to get him to the first down, he's gonna do it. It's the stuff like that that he does that I watch him do, and I think, man, this is you know one of the greatest, if not the greatest, quarterback to ever play the game because. You just don't – even with Tom Brady, like, I don't see that type of thought process going through, you know, when I'm watching Tom Brady play football. Yes, I do see Tom Brady play great football at times. I don't think but- you have to see it because the schemes are drawn up so good. It's just like two reads max and he falls out. And that's would- kind of what I was going to. For, for me, it's for like Tom and – passes and under. For me, the difference between Tom and Aaron, the biggest difference is that Aaron can stand on both feet. He doesn't have to drive his, his feet at all, and he can make a perfect pass anywhere on the field. Like, yeah. Tom can't do that. That's why I think Aaron is the best. Like, I just feel like if Aaron was in New England, 10 championships, easy. There's no, oh, there's yeah. no way. A I mean, pass, I think like pass rushes have stopped Tom Brady from winning Super Bowls. A pass oh, rush yeah. isn't going to stop Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't need to move. No, he doesn't. But that wasn't a conversation. No, I mean, 
it's a good conversation to have because obviously I would say that the general public wants to assume that Tom Brady is the guy because he has the rings to back to back it up. But as a football fan, as a former football player, I don't I can't comfortably give Tom Brady that that you know title because another thing that I think that the general public isn't and the, the general football fan isn't thinking is Tom Brady has actually had pretty solid defenses for just about the entire time that His he's been in career. The, yeah. He's never had a defense that struggles and gives up 30 points. Aaron Rodgers has to score 27 to 35 points a game to win games because his defense is not going to stop many, many other teams. That's a fact. So, so those, and, and that's how he really got his first two was off of defense and running. So, but that's a, that's a whole different conversation that I'd rather get in with, with TK. Yeah, I would much rather have TK in here when we're doing this conversation. So, um, I really wanted to yeah. talk about uh, Melvin Gordon. Oh, yes, please, please. I, would love- I feel like Melvin Gordon looks like a, a fucking idiot right now. You know, I'm surprised to hear you say that. Because yeah. I am the pro player. I am the pro um, holdout. I'm the pro let the player do whatever they want. Fuck the organization guy. But right yeah. now, I feel like Melvin Gordon looks like an idiot. He looks so dumb. Like he just threw away money for really nothing. Yeah, I mean, you already know kind of where I stand on these types of topics. I, I tend to not necessarily, you know, go towards the side of the organization, but I'm more towards the side of the, the, the other players. Yeah, um, you're more of a, of a team-oriented team guy. Team-oriented, right. I'm not front-office oriented. I'm more team-oriented. And – Honestly, if I'm if I'm Philip Rivers right now, and I'm sitting there handing the ball off to Eckler and throwing the ball to Eckler all game, and this man is just showing out, scoring three, four touchdowns a game, you know, having 150 plus all-purpose yards, I'm not missing Melvin Gordon much. Not at all. So, I have a hard time understanding. What Melvin Gordon is? What What are you doing at this point? He with, with all he did was lose money. Like yeah. the Chargers aren't waiving any of his fines. He's no. has to pay back all the money. Um, his uh, he doesn't get any of the checks from what the last four weeks that he hasn't played. Like he didn't he didn't get a new deal. <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, he just <laughs> lost a whole bunch of money. He lost millions of dollars, I feel like. Well, he lost millions of dollars, and not only that, he's losing his I, – I got to imagine you got a little bit of an edge that you lose when you don't play in actual live games. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's one thing, it's one thing to practice and stay fit and hit the weight room. But if you're not actually going up against full-speed defenses and you're not actually – running these plays at full speed every every week, you lose your edge and you lose your ability to read 
defenses properly and, and so I don't I don't understand what he's doing. I don't know why he's still holding out. I don't know what he's waiting for. But, he, but the longer he waits out, the longer he, you know, sits. But it's come, I think he's come back. Hard he came back today. Oh, he did come back today. Okay. Back today, which is so dumb to me because like, <laughs> you didn't get a new deal. You didn't get anything. You're still going to play for the same amount of money. You just came the first day and made all your money. Like now you lost money for no reason. Yeah. Well, now it's, yeah, it's even worse. You, you know, don't get it. <laughs> like, Ray yeah, no, Bell said, I'm not playing. I will take every fine. I'll take everything. I'm not going to play for this amount of money. And I, I get that. Well, he, he got paid. He tried to say, I'm not playing, but then he came back. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Well, then, you know, he, was, he must have seen Eckler out there showing out and thought to himself, well, psh. Man, I don't. I'm not getting any calls, and this man's out here running my offense. James Conner showed out last year. Le'Veon never came back. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, then I guess I guess I guess Melvin Gordon just really didn't know what the hell he was doing. Or what he yeah, really? That's what I think. <laughs> I think. He I knew. mean, I think he saw. I think he saw what uh, Le'Veon did, and he thought like, "Ooh, that's a good idea. Like, I, I like that idea. That that's a money maker. You know." But I guess either one, the, his love for the game brought him back, and he said, "You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take my lashes and you know whatever, and yeah. and, and come back because I want to play." Yeah. Or two, he started getting scared because he saw how good Eckler was was playing, and he wasn't t- any talks with anybody else about deals or anything like that. Yeah, I can see that. So I can I see mean, how sitting at home every week. And you're a football player at his caliber. Yeah, that that's got to kill you. Yeah, I Le'Veon mean, Le'Veon definitely... Bell was making a rap album, so he he had things to do. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely hurts. I mean, tonight, for instance, just just a personal thing. You know, I drove past the the, the local high school and I saw you know the freshmen out there playing Thursday night. Yeah, and I was like, man. I'm 30 years old, and that and that still kind of hits me, you know. Like, man, I remember those days. I remember how good that felt to to strap that helmet on, yeah. man. You know, did I, I remember that? So, I I can see that, you know. I can see as a player wanting to make. Money. Time I was back in Austin, and I I drove past my old school, and they were all like in spring practice. I don't know if I did or not. Anyways, that shit hit that hit me the same way. I was just watching them like Yeah. I saw the whole defense in their black jerseys, you know, yeah. hitting the bag, hitting the um the sled and everything. The, yeah, the seven man sled. And yeah. then I stopped and just watched for a little bit because it's just you know, you get that same feeling. So I can understand him being at his level, being one of the best, feeling that type of way. Yeah. And, and, and personally, I hope that's what brought him back. You know, I hope that his love of the game brought him back because, you know, that just makes, that just makes things more fun, in my opinion. When you got players out there that are there because they really want to be there, you know, and I, I, that's probably the majority of the NFL. But, you know, that makes the game better. For sure. So, 
not to get too deep into this next topic, but since we're on the topic of players that aren't playing, where do you stand with uh, with Antonio at this point? I know at first you were all about Antonio. You were all about Antonio and all of his all of his shenanigans in in, in uh, Pittsburgh and Oakland. Antonio fucked me. Yeah, he did. Antonio he made- fucked me. There's no other way to say it. <laughs> he made me look bad. I was on this. I was on here. I was trying to stand up for him. I stood up for him to the very end. I can't do it anymore. There's nothing I could say at all. Y'all were right. All right. Y'all were right. You know? Antonio's <laughs> a fuckboy. <laughs> Stamp him. Hey, when it first happened, when, I mean, you already knew that I had my, I had my, you know, thoughts on Antonio when he was in Pittsburgh. And it wasn't, it wasn't because I didn't like Antonio Brown as, as a person or as a player, but it was because I couldn't stand the fact that Antonio Brown was willing to do and say the things that he was saying about his locker room, you know, and I, I don't know. I just, that was where it started with Antonio Brown. And I thought he just wanted to get out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So he got his contract out of Pittsburgh, whatever. Right. He got into Oakland and then he's not, even, I mean, come on, man. We're not even, we're not even barely in training camp yet. And this man has got to have a problem about a helmet. This man has how many, how many options to wear of helmets to wear, you know, well, there's got to be at least. <sighs> 50. Yep. And I try to defend him on that blow up in my face. I mean, it... see, my, my, see, okay. So my whole thing with Antonio was that all the problems began to come out, what, a year ago? Yeah, about, about maybe a year and a half max. And he's been in the, in the league for like seven, eight years. So I was like, how are we going to judge this man off of stuff that's just now coming out? about him. Like, we knew Ben Roethlisberger was a fuckboy for a long time. And no one cared. No one cared to say anything. Now he's talking out about Ben, YJ Blah, Le'Veon's talking about coming out talking about Ben. I was like, let me... I don't know if we are looking at this the right way. And then he goes to Oakland. And then I'm like, maybe he doesn't want to even play for fucking Oakland. He just wanted more guaranteed money. So he did what he had to do to get to the Patriots. And then he just his his text messages to Shorty is just wild. I I mean it's like it's one the, thing after another after another after another. It's like, bro, I tried to I tried to stand up for you. I can't no more. He's I don't think I, I would be surprised if he ever puts on a, another uniform. I would be too. At this point. I mean with with the Oakland Actually, and the no, Pittsburgh, thing, That's I, mean. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think at this point, when you've had this many problems, like like big problems with the media. But we, I don't think we've never seen this before, though. We've never seen somebody who's been arguably the best at their position have issues mm-hmm. like this that aren't quantifiable like you can't 
turn on um you can't go to Instagram and see uh Antonio Brown punching someone in the face, punching their chick in the face like you could with Ray Rice. You know what I'm saying? Like with Ray yeah. Rice, you could see it. With Greg Hardy, you could see it. You could saw the chick that he beat up. Like you could see it. You can't really see anything that he did. So I can see next year someone just like Kareem Hunt. Someone slyly, slickly in the offseason picking up Antonio Brown quietly. I did that. We talk about it for a week and then it's over. I can see it. I think the problem is with Antonio's point, it's it's multiple multiple teams now it's multiple cities it's multiple organizations and it's Bro, the same franchises don't care i i kind of agree with you at the same time though because this is the nfl and we've seen wild <laughs> and we've seen second fifth chances for players and like if not the best right Terrible service. I don't know what to do. I can't. Like they're breaking out so bad. Yo, Barnett, shut up. (laughs) 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 Yo, Yo, Barnett's gonna get Tony Montana. You're you're ruining uh, a good conversation right now. Yeah, your bad service. Terrible. Go to your nearest Starbucks and link up to their Wi-Fi. Oh, now they're talking shit. I hear them go to nearest Starbucks. (laughs) You motherfuckers. You need to go find a McDonald's. (laughs) I went off Wi-Fi, though. I'm on my phone, and I have full bars 4G. Go to Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts and use their Wi-Fi. Oh my god! Wait, are you guys using headphones? Like, should I not use headphones? I'm not using headphones. I'm not using headphones either. Oh shit! You're just like on speakerphone. Yeah. Yeah. It's working out great, except for all your random clicking noises. I don't know what yeah. you're doing over there. Are you an essay. drugs or something? Is the fucking yeah, FBI? Like, <laughs> you guys okay? But What's going on? Like, this is wild on speakerphone. But uh, yeah. So AB. I don't. I, I guess I do agree. I can. I could see him on, in. You know, in another organization. I think not this year, though. No, hell no, 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 no way. He's not coming back this year. He's he's done for the season. I will say this though. You know, Tom Brady added another player to his touchdown list. What is that like seventy plus yeah. touchdown? Yeah, players now. <laughs> that's a pretty wild. Yo, stat. We got, one of these days we got to talk about the Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, because the Patriots—they're the most unethical team in the fucking league, but they get all the praise. I agree. One of these days we gotta talk about it. We ain't gotta talk about it right now, but one of these days we gotta talk about it. I I, I agree. I think that'd be a good. Honestly, we could probably do a whole a whole hour or whatever episode on the fucking Patriots. I mean, we could do. We could try to do an entire episode about every team, really, if you wanted to, you know. But the Patriots definitely. There's no reason to do an episode about the fucking Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, you probably could do a whole episode about the Dolphins. Not think about it. 
Yeah, you could. You got Dan Marino, and you got you could do you could do Ricky Williams stuff, and you know only on the Rick, team. Yeah, you're uh, right. I shut up. But uh, um, what else did I have? List? What uh, LeBron? Let's move over to the NBA. NBA season's coming up soon. The yes. ESPN's been dropping their top 100 list. And today, they dropped the top 10 through 3. And noticeably, number 3 was LeBron James. So, Burnett, can you hear me? I can hear you. The top 2. The top two has to be either Giannis. It's it it is Giannis. It's Giannis and KD. Um, no Kawhi. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Giannis and Kawhi Leonard for sure. Giannis and Kawhi. Because I I bet you KD is is what he's like five or something. No, they they had KD off because KD isn't playing this year. Oh, he's injured this season. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Can I have the floor? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, see, we gotta Who the fuck made this list? <laughs> Who made this motherfucking list? That's what I want to know. LeBron number three behind Giannis? Giannis couldn't pass me the ball, let alone his whole his own team. Like, what are we talking about? This man Giannis can't shoot a jump shot. I can probably shoot the same jump shot as Giannis does. What are we doing? <laughs> Kawhi Leonard had the luckiest championship run I've seen in years. What are we doing? I'm so glad that you said that. If If they had LeBron number two, KD number one, I wouldn't say a word. But Kawhi Leonard? Come on. Everybody, come on! Finals MVP on two different teams, Taylor. They fuck the whole Golden State Warriors team was hurt. And honestly, I was gonna say that, and I was also gonna put like a little asterisk on it and say I don't like to use that as an excuse for a team winning a championship. But I'm gonna use it on on this champ on this championship because. That starting five is an all-star team. I don't care what anybody says. That starting five is an all-star team. And when three, four of them are injured for the majority of the finals, and Kawhi comes into Toronto for one season, not even a full season, runs through with Kyle Lowry's trash ass. Don't get me started. <laughs> And wins himself a Finals MVP. Of course, he was Finals MVP. Who the hell else on the Toronto <laughs> Raptors was going to be the Finals MVP? Like this man, this man Lowry <laughs> averaging three points a game. Lowry's he put three points in the final game of the series, and and now all of a sudden he's a he. No, see, no. It's, I, I I just don't get it. It's like. I'm watching first take, which I shouldn't have even done. And I'm watching Max Kellerman talk about how, oh, LeBron's got to show it. And Kawhi Leonard, last time we saw him, he was hitting the game-winning shot against Philly and shut down the Greek freak and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, the Greek freak wasn't that hard to shut down if you knew he couldn't shoot. You know, like, what are you talking about? 
if KD, if Clay Thompson, if Clay Thompson was healthy the entire time, because remember he got hurt what game one, I want to say. Yeah, he came back. Missed game. Yes. He was balling at it. He had thirty in the in the second half. Second half. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, if Clay Thompson was healthy the entire time, Golden State would have four rings right now. Can't keep I, out. I don't know where they're talking about that. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think that, I think that ESPN especially likes to follow trends, and, and I'm not. You know that I'm not the biggest ESPN supporter. Yeah. I do love ESPN, obviously, because it is. But you call prop, it bullshit. You know, uh, outlet to get all your sports in one spot. But I think that ESPN now especially likes to follow trends and right now Kawhi is, is hot you know he just came off of a, of a, of a finals MVP for performance he just took Toronto got him a ring uh, you know they're they're all talking about the fact that he's one of the few players to have two finals MVPs on two different teams and I think that ESPN they like to kind of use like shock you know, a little bit of a shock value. They come up with these lists sometimes, you know. It's maybe more of a talking point than an actual solid list because, well, I'll shoot, I'll shoot, I'll shoot ESPN some bail. They do this every year. Like yeah. The last notable one was when they had, like, Carmelo at 61 or something like that. <laughs> Which, I mean, now everyone freaked out about it, but now it's kind of like, eh, maybe they're all right. Yeah, maybe they're right. You're right. Well, maybe Carmelo is sixty-one. Where's Night at? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Obviously, we're all in agreement here. I don't think any of us thinks that LeBron is not the best player in the NBA. Young House, don't ask me. The best player in the NBA that's, that 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 you know is. I mean, and you already know, I'm not the biggest LeBron supporter, but I do give credit where credit's due. The things that this man did with that Cleveland Cavaliers team, I mean, you can't say that's, you can't say you don't even need anything else. That's all you really need. Taking this Cleveland Cavaliers team of injured players and just carrying this team to the finals through the, through the everything, man, multiple times. Especially that last one. Yeah, the last one especially. That last one he had Jordan Clarkson no. and Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on now. He made it to the finals with those guys. <laughs> That's why I don't I don't get the argument. No, there is no argument against LeBron and and I'm not even going to sit here and try to come up with one because there is no argument against LeBron. Kawhi Leonard is not at the level that LeBron James is at or ever was at. You know, Kawhi is nice. I'm not going to lie. He's nice. But, I mean. If Kawhi takes this team and they go to the finals, then I'll be willing to give them that. If he takes this team to the finals, I'm still not saying he's the best player in the NBA. Sorry, you're breaking out. What'd you say? I said if he takes 
this team to the finals. I'm still not saying that he's the best player in the NBA right now. But you got to think about it. He's in the West. It's totally different in the West. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I don't know. If he takes his team to the finals, he might cement. Think he's got to probably beat, let's say, um, Golden State first round, second round, Utah, third round, either, you know, um, the Lakers or um, or the Rockets and then goes to the finals. Like, that's not easy. <laughs> you no, it's Steph, not. Then you got to play. Donovan Mitchell and them boys, they retooled Utah. Then you got to play either LeBron and AD or Harden and Russ. If he if he gets through that, then I, I can't – there's nothing I can say. He, he'll be number one for me, especially if he goes against LeBron. I mean, I, I can respect that, but I'm still – I guess if we're speaking out, if we're talking just specifically this season. Yeah, that's what we're yeah, – yeah, yeah. not all time, of course. Then, yeah, because he kind of got – you know, I'm not saying he had it easy, but we all know that the East – You could say it. You could say it. He had it easy. The East is weak, right? Yeah. And he barely made it to the finals. He had to scrape together some fucking crazy wins to get <laughs> I hate to say this, but he was on one leg. He got hurt in the Milwaukee series. He hurt his leg. He was on one leg. And he still did it. Man. Next next subject. I don't want to big up Kawhi. Next subject. <laughs> Even though I like Kawhi. But I just... Yeah, let's move on from, from, from Kawhi and from the NBA top 100 list because we don't even know what's going to happen this season. Yeah, they got I mean, Zion, like, number 41 or something like that. He hasn't even played a game. <laughs> oh, by the way, Wait. I'm going to say it right now. Zion is a bust. I'm going to say it. Zion's Woo! a bust. Is that a hot take? From your boys. Is that freezing cold or is that is that warm? We'll, what is that? We'll find out in five years. <laughs> I think Zion's a bust. I thought I was the one who always finds the bust. That's my that's my like claim to fame, man. I, I, <laughs> I hopped I hopped on it before you. It's just I don't I don't see it. I don't see how Zion fits in today's NBA. He can't shoot. He's big. That's where I'm at. He's more. He's like, he's, he's more I feel like Lamelo coming out of next year's draft is going to be better than him because he's got the shot. So we'll see. Yeah, Zion's a bust. Zion's a bust. You heard it here first. There it is. All right, boys. Let's get to your uh, your MLB talk. Let's go. <laughs> the playoffs are coming up, right? The uh, the Twins, they just uh, clinched AL Central first time in 50 years, something like that. Well, I know it's not a good look, all these stars going down like Trout and Yelich. Was Trout really going to make it to the playoffs, though? No, I just meant like for the end. Yelich is where big, right? Because the, the Brewers no, was, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, Yelich is big because he just won the MVP last year. I mean – The playoffs for the MLB, man, I mean, it's, it, 
it's hard for me to to talk about playoffs right now. I feel you know it's it's I'm coming off of not too long ago, a couple days off of my you know Giants being eliminated from playoff contention, and um, you know, but but we but uh, you've gotten to we see seventy five Giants championships in your lifetime. I don't want to hear you cry. <laughs> yeah, and I had to be a part of three of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them was Texas Rangers, and I could care less about baseball at that time. All I cared was that a Texas team was in it, and we lost twice <laughs> in a row. In a row, yeah, yeah, that's right. In a row. <laughs> Crying ass. You were saying? <laughs> I can't hear him. Yeah, he must have uh, cut out. Why is <laughs> <laughs> cut out? Fuck him. It's fucking giants. I'm here. I'm here. Wow. <laughs> oh, my giants are out of contention. Give so, a fuck. All right. All right. Should have traded awesome. Madison Bumgarner when you had the chance. You know, honestly, that's a great topic that I would love to talk about, but we won't go into it right now because it's totally pointless and it's over. But Go um, into it. You should have traded him to the Yankees when you had the chance. Well, see, this is the or thing. The okay. So, real quick about Madison. I'm going to do two minutes on this Madison Bumgarner thing, and then we're going to actually go into the MLB playoff picture. So, Madison Bumgarner is a homegrown uh, San Francisco Giant. From day one, right? You know, started off in the in, in, in the minors for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, came up with the team. He loves the Giants. He he likes the organization. He doesn't believe the organization, right? So he's not pushing for a trade because he does truly like the organization. Um, about the same time that the talks were happening and that the trade was heating up, you know, the the Giants started to make kind of a push that seemed like maybe they might be able to pull off a wild card spot. And for a while there, they were doing pretty good. They were actually pretty hot there for a while. And Madison was pitching well, as always. And he started thinking, and the, the team started thinking, hey, let's try to catch lightning in a bottle one more time, make this playoff push, keep Madison, because he doesn't want to Fire everybody for that thought. We can get into the playoffs. Now it didn't go our way, but we were in there for a long time, Fire and there was a solid everybody. But <laughs> Bruce Bochy is gone next season, so they're gotta get, they gotta get a new manager. So who knows what's gonna happen next season? Maybe we see, maybe we see something you know totally crazy, and they get rid of Madison, and they get rid of half the pitching staff, and who knows? But anyways. Uh, MLB playoff picture. So we have obviously the Yankees are are already in. Yankees ain't going nowhere. They ain't got no pitching. They got over a hundred wins, but they might not have the best pitching. But their hitting is is ridiculous this season. I, I mean, I've seen the last. Three, four, five MLB playoffs. I don't follow baseball that close, but I follow it enough to know you need pitching. I will agree that when we get into these late these, these late games in September, 
and these early games of October and the playoffs and everything, it's very hard for these pitchers to even even good pitchers struggle now because you got to think you know they've got all these games under their belt now where they've thrown a hundred pitches and it's hard to continue and when you don't have pitching to start, it's it's five times hard because not only are you trying to get pitchers to go late into games in October, but you're trying to get pitchers that aren't even well-versed at pitching successfully in October, you know? So the Yankees pitching will probably be their downfall. They still have 102 wins right now, which is pretty impressive. Um, you already talked about the Twins, right, that they clinched? Yep. So that's our AL Central team. Um, obviously, uh, the Astros in the AL West. Shout out the Astros. Are going to, you know, do what the Astros do. If, any, and if anybody ever listens to this besides us, just know. I'm an Astros, Rangers, Dodgers fan. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever team y'all sell, please. <laughs> whatever, yeah, yeah, Indians fan. <laughs> Shout out Yasiel Puig. That's my boy. So the American League right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my my prediction that I can right now. Um. Yo, Honestly, they smack whatever team they play first. Run, run down whoever, run down everybody right now who should be in the playoffs. Okay, so we'll go to National League as of right now. Yeah, so National League East, the Braves are gonna you know take that division. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals and Brewers are still in a fight right now for the NL Central title. We don't know who's gonna pull that off yet. We're you know, real close to the end of the season. The Brewers are a game back on the Cardinals right now. Aren't the Brewers so, in, though? What's up? Aren't the Brewers in, though? Wild card run. Wild card. Yes, they're going to get a wild card spot okay. if we don't get the NL Central okay. spot. But we don't know yet what's going to happen because it could flip-flop. Yeah, yeah, okay. One of, them could take the card, one of them could take the wild card spot over the other. Okay. But it's probably going to end up being the Brewers taking the wild card spot. The Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. Obviously, the Dodgers are just playing amazing baseball Beast. like they've been for the past five, you know, six years. Um, they've, they've won 103 games this season. And it, they're just – as much as it pains me as a Giants Shout fan – Shout out, Justin to, Turner. It is impressive to see this team play – and I got to say that I love it even more when they lose in the World Series. I'm <laughs> 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 a Giants fan and Anthony being a, a Diamondbacks fan. <laughs> I'm like, damn, they made it that far. But then when they lose two years in a row, it's great. <laughs> it's great. I mean, the only other team I can think of off the top of my head right now that, that felt that pain was the Texas Rangers. So, you know. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all, my team, all my team just lose two in a row. No, but you got the Astros, though, man. I do have the Astros. I'm, I'm claiming that. I'm claiming that. 
<laughs> you gotta clean. I'm you gotta clean. It. Shout out Jose Altuve. There you go. Justin Verlander. Uh, I got his jersey. Hey, hey, man. You're in one of those states, just like I am, where our our choices for team fandom is is vast. Vast. We have a vast variety. <laughs> yeah. So you know, California. <laughs> You know, I can I can flip flop and quickly. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not a Giants fan. I'm an A's fan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, the A's A's actually won more than eighty. I'm a, I'm an A's fan now. You know, you could switch real quick. In I'll California. take that. I'll take that Ian Kinsler jersey off so fast to put on that Jose Altuve. <laughs> so quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But I'll never put on that Deshaun Watson. Let's keep let's make sure that's straight. Yes, you would. Fuck the Houston Texans. Actually, yeah, I would. Yeah, but I like Deshaun. I like black quarterbacks. But that's a conversation for say, another day. How are you going to sit there and tell me you wouldn't wear Deshaun that's Watson? A, that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Topic: right. Black quarterbacks. All right, all right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> You're finishing the NL, NL, what? Yeah, so we got we got the 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 standings all all situated. Um, so who you got? Who you got in the World Series? Honestly, I'm thinking we're going to see a Yankees Dodgers World Series. That's my <laughs> that's my prediction. Um, I, I know that the pitching hasn't been as good as it. Could have been, but I mean, these teams have won 102 games, and the Dodgers have won 103. And I mean, good hitting is 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 the only cure for bad pitching. So if if you got a bunch of guys like Aaron Judge and Jim Carlo Stanton and all them, they're just blasting home runs. You know, all the time, you can afford to give up four or five runs a game and still win games. I mean, this this is proven right here. I mean, they have a hundred and two wins. It's that is a solid season. It doesn't matter who you are. That is a solid season. You know, Tony. So, me, I got. uh, I'm taking. uh, I want to take the Braves. The Braves and the Yankees. I'm not Cunha Jr. I'm just thinking hey, that maybe they may make that push. I'll say this. The Braves and who? The Braves and who? The Yankees. I think the Yankees make it. I, mean, I just can't agree. I, I can't go Yankees-Dodgers. I think it's going to be Houston-Dodgers again. That's what the, I was going to be my other one. I said if I if the Yankees fall out, it's going to be Houston that that that, that takes the spot. And it's I still think that the Dodgers are winning the NL. I don't think anyone's beating the Dodgers in the National League. But we'll see. I think this is the year the Dodgers do it. I think this yeah? is the year Clayton his booty hole gets tight and he oh. he's fine. Because every other year his booty hole gets tight, he he doesn't know how to function. I think this is the year his booty hole gets tight, and he's he's cool with it. So, 
So what happens when we see the classic Clayton turnaround <laughs> and drop the <laughs> glove on his head? Wait, wait, wait. what'd you say? You're breaking up. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, what are you going to do when you see the classic Clayton uh, playoff maneuver when he spins around on the mound and crouches down? And, and yeah. I said, I said, you, fly off Aaron Judge's back. Yeah. But you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. I said, I said the Dodgers and the and the Astros. So I'll, oh, okay. I'll take that Clayton Kershaw jersey off so fast and put that Verlander jersey on. My jersey. Oh my <laughs> Shout out to Astros. I'm from Texas. Remember, I take that. Shout out, Kate. <laughs> take that. Oh man! You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say it. The Dodgers and the Indians. No. And you know what's going to happen? No. Puig, my boy, is going <laughs> to hit a clutch bottom of the ninth single. Against his team. <laughs> single. No, no single. No, he's going to make a base running error and get chill thrown out. out. Chill out. Chill out. <laughs> no, he's not even going to have to run the bases. He's not even going to have to do that. This is going to be a single, bring the runner in, seventh inning. I mean, ninth inning, seventh uh, game. We're going to win uh, on Puig's bat. Well, I feel it. Well, for that to happen, you're going to have to take – you're going to have to get some losses out of either Oakland or Tampa Bay for, for Puig to make it into the playoffs this year. Oh, the Indians aren't close? They're close, but they're, they're – Game, they're a game and a half back from the Tampa Bay, uh, from Tampa Bay and from Oakland right now. So they need to win. They need to win two games, and Oakland needs to lose two games, or or Tampa Bay needs to lose two, and they need to win two to get themselves a lead. So it's it's possible they're not out yet. They need to win in Tampa, or Oakland needs to lose. If the Indians get in, then that's my pick. All right. So if the Indians make it to the wild card. That's my pick, baby. Yasiel, MVP. I feel it. He going to be at that podium talk about. I am so happy to be here. <laughs> I, am so <laughs> I was waiting. I'm like, are you baseball about to roll up this next? Baseball brought me to America, and I am so happy to be here. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up with some uh, pickums for uh, Sunday and Monday. For sure. Do you, who got the? Um... I got the. I got the up. I'm. I, I'm pulling it up right now. Well, let's roll. I mean, I need to hear right now your guys' uh, <laughs> Dallas game. That's a big game. Too bad you got Teddy Two Gloves out there. Teddy Two Gloves is going to um, be introduced to uh, Demarcus Lawrence. He's going to be introduced oh. to uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think Teddy Smith. Two Gloves is going to have a rough time. Yeah, I'm, I'm on your guys' side on this one. I can't really talk too much He's shit. He's going to be introduced <laughs> to Byron Jones. 
I'm taking the Cowboys against Teddy Two Gloves. And I like Teddy Two Gloves. I actually hope that he balls out. Is Miles there? Have we lose him or what? It says he's still connected. I can't hear him. Yeah, you I, know Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> there we go. He's been my buddy Forever. ever since he came to the league. But I got to tell you, Teddy Douglas, he's not going to have a good Sunday. I promise you he's that. He's not going to have a good Sunday. <laughs> he's not going to have a good Sunday. No, he's not. Robert Quinn is going to be in Teddy Tuglove's mouth all <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's do these pickums, wrap this up, and uh, see what happens. Tony's tired. He is tired. tired, huh? Uh, this list, man, it's loading. What the fuck? I, I don't know what's going on tonight, yeah. man. While, while the list is loading, fuck you and your whole, oh, you, you, why are you a night so tired? Oh, you missed the game. Oh, on the East Coast. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. All right, I got the Are you ready? Yeah, we got all right. TK is going to be so. We already know that the Eagles beat the Packers tonight. Yep, that's right. So we got a divisional game: Redskins versus Giants, and this is a game of two teams that should be playing in the NFL anymore. Redskins versus Giants. I'm going to pick the Giants because the Redskins shouldn't be called the Redskins anymore. So I'll never pick them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. So, uh, like, real quick, how are they called the Redskins? Like, if a team was called the Blackskins, would we be okay with that? Like, the Whiteskins? We, we wouldn't be cool with that. Like, what the fuck? But anyways, I'm picking I'm picking the Giants. I'm going to agree with you on that one. The Giants as well. The fuck? Um, what about Chiefs at Lions? Chiefs. Easy. Yeah. Matthew Stafford just, you know, he's, he's got Pound some, the over. Some, yeah. He, he, I, honestly, I like Matthew Stafford, and I see him do some good things every now and then, but I feel like when he's on the field, he just doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing a lot of the time. It's, it seems like maybe it's the play calling or whatever, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like him too because he, he's from Texas. Like, I've tried to, like, Boost him up, like, oh yeah, Matthew Stafford. He's from Dallas. He played in Texas, but he just it's never it's never happened. He's had one of the best wide receivers ever in Calvin Johnson, and it never happened. It's just they've never won a playoff game, so I can't. So clearly, the Chiefs are going to steamroll. I'm assuming murder. So uh, who you got, Titans, Falcons? Oh my God! Two teams who can't get it right. Oh, where's the game playing at? It's in Atlanta. I'll take the Falcons then. Yeah, I, I think I think Matt Ryan pulls off a win. Um, I, I, there. I mean, there's just not a lot of, of, of good stuff to say about the um, really either of these teams right now. Probably a big game Maybe. for Austin Hooper. I don't know. Yeah. 
Calvin Ridley, hopefully he has a good game. I could use some points. He probably will. Opposite of Darius Slay, will Darius Slay will probably cover Julio, so he'll probably have a good definitely. game. Yeah, definitely. All right, so we got uh, Cleveland at Baltimore. Ooh, at Baltimore. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take, take Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we got to talk I, about Cleveland next. Next. We're talking about Cleveland next. Next. Or, um, I don't know. I don't believe. In, I don't believe in Cleveland yet. I, I, honestly, I'm starting to lose a lot of faith in Baker Mayfield. So am I, and I tried. And I'm starting. Tried. And. I'm starting to gain a lot of faith in this Ravens team, even though they did come off a loss last weekend. But it was a loss to the Chiefs, and it was still a good game. And I'm in there, you know. I, I kind of believe what the Ravens got going on right now. So I, I can't say the Browns beat the Ravens. So I'm going Ravens there. Uh, next game we got Raiders versus Colts. I'm taking Raiders for this one. I think the Colts are just uh, – they just are all kinds of messed up with, Where's you it? know. Where is it? It's in Indianapolis. I'm taking the Colts. Nah. The I just – yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. As crazy as that sounds, I know. You're taking the Raiders? Okay. We got we to gotta remember this one. Raiders-Colts, man. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Colts. What's the, do you have the line by any chance? I like Jacobs, man. Do you have Do you have the line by any chance? Um, nah, I don't. I don't see the line anywhere. Um, but like I was saying, I like Jacobs. I think that Carr is a better quarterback than he shows. I think he has very bad games, but I also think that he can play very well. So once he figures that out, I think he's got a decent, you know, squad right now. Yeah, I don't think the Raiders are terrible. I just think the Colts have better at everything. I think they have a better offensive line. I think they have a better defensive line. And I think that's where you win football games. But we'll see. I want to. I want to. I want to bookmark this one. Yep, Raiders Colts. Raiders Colts for us. Um. So we got the Patriots in Buffalo. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna go with Buffalo with this one, man. Just because I feel an upset coming. Are we keeping score on these games? I think. We yeah, keep, we can. We should keep score. We'll keep score. We'll keep score. I'll go back and tally everything up. I'm calling the upset. I'm calling the upset in Buffalo this weekend, man. I mean, the Bills, I mean, they played some shitty teams, but you know what? They're confident right now. They're going into this game. It's a, it's, it's an AFC uh, um, uh, division game. And, you know, I think, they, I think they got a little, I think they got a little fire in their belly right now. And they're going to, they're going to pull off an upset against old Brady and, and the squad. I want, I want to pick them so bad. 
But if we're picking, <laughs> I'm going to say the Patriots. All right. It's going to be hard for me to pick against them. I understand. I understand. But that's a good so, thing. I, I, can, I can see it happening. I can see Josh Allen having 200 yards rushing. Yeah. Four touchdowns on the, <laughs> with his legs. All right. So let's move on to Panthers versus Texans. Texans. Yeah, Texans all day. I'm sorry. The Panthers are just – their run game with McCaffrey, I, I've watched it get stopped already this season. And it's just – it's it's hard to watch. The Panthers seem sluggish. They don't seem like they're they're firing on all cylinders at all. And Deshaun um, Watson seems like he took another step to me. I, I feel like he's even better. D-Hop in there doing his thing and – the defense obviously is always there with and that's just an easy one, I think. Texans over Panthers for sure. Yeah. And it's in Texas as well, so easy. We got the Chargers at Miami. <laughs> you know, I was I was going to pick whoever the Chargers were against just because I don't trust the Chargers at all. <laughs> but, but then at, you found out they're Yeah. At Miami, I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going Chargers with the, as well on this one. Um, you know, we both have the same views about the Chargers team, and especially Philip Rivers. Yeah, that's another topic for another, for another day. episode. For another day. But both going Chargers for that one. Uh, probably an easy one here. Bucks versus L.A. Rams. Pound the over. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 so yeah, the Rams. <laughs> I mean, murder. <laughs> there's not much we need to say. The Rams, Rams. Is I mean, in LA? it's in LA oh as well. God, cross country, it's over. It, the Rams are the Rams. I mean, it, it's just a. They got everything you want in a team. We got to talk about. Ty, <laughs> we got to talk about Todd Gurley one of these days too. Oh yeah, hell yeah, we will. We will. We'll do some in-depth stuff probably, I'm thinking, on Tuesday. Tuesday will be good. We got to yeah. talk about that, uh, really. So we got Seahawks versus Cardinals. That's that's probably a pretty easy one, too. I know it's a you know what? Game. I don't know. The Seahawks nah. lost to Teddy Two Gloves. Is it in Arizona or is it in Seattle? It's in Arizona. I don't know. Seattle is You know what? I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. I'm taking the Cardinals. All right. Even though I feel like Russell Wilson is the new Aaron Rodgers, I'm taking the Cardinals. All right. I'm taking the Seahawks because I am tired of rooting against the Seahawks and always (laughs) – I'm tired tired of watching Russell Wilson somehow scramble out of the pocket and throw the ball 35 yards down the field and get a, get a crucial first down. In the fourth uh, quarter. In the fourth quarter. I'm tired of doing it. I'm just going to accept the fact that the Seahawks are a better team than I want to admit. I'm gonna, Even though I still think they're not that good. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Cardinals. I All feel, right. I feel stupid saying it, but I'm going to say it. All right. So that brings us to Vikings versus Bears. This is probably going to be a decent game. That's a good one. Vikings versus Bears. Yeah, that's a tough one. And it's in 
in Chicago. Where is it? In Chicago? Uh, I'm going to say the Bears, but I don't feel good about it. I'm going to say the Bears. I don't feel good about it, though. I'm going to go Vikings on this one because I don't have any faith in, in Trubisky. Me neither. Ah. You know what? <laughs> Hold on. No, I'm sticking with the Bears. I'm going to stick with the Bears. All right. That's a good game. Mark that one down, too. Yep. Colts, Raiders, Bears, Vikings. Damn, that's a good one. Or a bad one. However you want to look at it. I think it's going to be a good game. At least I hope it's a good game. Um, all right, so Jags versus the Broncos. Who you got? They're, they're, in, they're in Denver. Is Jalen Ramsey playing? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is Jalen Ramsey playing on Sunday? Um, I think that he is still playing. I don't think that there's anything saying that he's not playing yet. If he's playing, I'm going to yes, take. Uh, I'm gonna take Denver. If he's playing or if he's not, I'm gonna take Denver. Denver's a hard I'm team to play because they're in Denver. Yeah, not- I think Joe was terrible. I think their running game in Denver is terrible. Terrible. Um, I know Philip Lindsay does get the ball decently, you know, enough, and he does put you know some work in. But overall, I just think that it's just a bad offense. I think it's a it, it's just an offense that doesn't work. Um, poor Emmanuel Sanders. You know, he went poor through. Guy. You know what? He went through. I'm changing my pick. I, I choose Jacksonville. <laughs> I choose Jacksonville because I can't, I can't shoot, I can't root for Joe Flacco. I just can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I so the next one is a gimme. It's a, t- it's a gimme for us. Cowboys versus Saints. We already kind of went into it. Boys. I love Teddy, but Teddy's about to Sorry, Teddy. about to. Teddy's about to learn how how bad that Mercedes you know center is gonna sound when he's when he's getting popped in the mouth. Hey Teddy, I want to introduce you to Robert Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> over and over, and over again. Exactly. Exactly. So that should be a solid one. Um, last one's the Monday night game. Uh, it's Bengals versus Steelers. And this is just two teams that are just not good. No. Uh, Ooh. Just two teams kinda, that are, are not good. I kind of dismissed it, but I forgot that Ben Roethlisberger's out. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger is out. Uh, I'm gonna Andy Dalton. Huh? I think I'm going to go Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. You know, honestly, I don't, I don't blame you. I, don't, I really don't blame you. It's in Pittsburgh, though. And just because it's in Pittsburgh and I have yet to watch Andy Dalton do anything good when he has any type of pressure on him. Primetime Andy Dalton is bad. It's primetime Andy Dalton, and it's also a primetime away in 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 Pittsburgh, Andy Dalton. Division game. Matter of fact, yeah, you're right. I'm changing that. I want the Steelers. The Steelers are gonna win this game. James I think Conner's they're probably going to have 200 yards or something. 
yeah, they're going to win by a small margin, I think. It might even be a terrible game, honestly, if, you know, who knows what these two teams are right now. I mean, they don't even know who they are right now. So, but, uh, all right, well, that's the, that's week four. Those are the pickums right there. A little bit of first show hiccups, I think, with the connections and everything, but we're going to try to get that figured out. Um, if anybody does listen to this, uh, thank you for staying with us for this much longer first episode than we thought we were going to go through. But as you can tell, this is not random people. We were a bunch of buddies that have been doing this for a while now. So I just got to say, peace out. Go Cowboys. Yes, sir. All right, man. I'll see you. Uh, we'll talk on Tuesday. All right, bro. Later. Peace. Clayton Kershaw. Now, we all know that Clayton Kershaw hasn't had his best stuff for the last couple seasons. He's definitely not the ace in the Dodger rotation. But, But boy, if that man doesn't have just some of the worst timing to give up important home runs and hits. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say at this point. Um, probably one of the worst playoff pitchers when it comes to big games and, and you know, big mistakes. And last night just solidified it for me, really. Uh you give up two home runs in a playoff game on two pitches. And not only do you give up two home runs on a playoff game on two pitches, but it's the two runs that get the game tied and change the game completely. You know, and Maeda came in and and pitched great, obviously. Um, Joe Kelly came in and pitched pretty good for one in the third, I think. Actually, no, it was one inning. And, uh, you know, Howie Kendrick with the with the dagger to straightaway center field to put away the Dodgers for the third year now in a row in the, in the playoffs. But hey, if you're a Dodgers fan, think about it like this. At least you don't have to sit there in late October again and watch your team lose in the World Series. 
I think Clayton Kershaw, he had had enough. He 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 had had enough, and he took it on his on upon himself to make sure that he didn't lose in the World Series again. Because no one wants to lose three World Series in a row. Because then you're the Buffalo Bills of the of the baseball world. Nobody wants that, right? So now the stage is set. We have the Nationals moving on and winning their first ever playoff series as the Washington Nationals. And they're moving on to face the St. Louis Cardinals. And this is a team that coming into Dodgers to this Dodgers series, I didn't have very much faith in them, honestly. I I I mean, you're playing a team that won 106 games. That's the first time in history that a team that's won 106 games has lost this early in the playoffs. But I can't say I'm upset. But I will say this. I am starting to truly enjoy watching Clayton Kershaw give up big-time home runs in big, big, big-time games. I, I want a bronze statue of Clayton Kershaw crouching down on the mound with his hands over his head and I want it put up in my backyard maybe a fountain maybe 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 some type of water uh, you know display some jumping some jumping fountains or something to go along with it I mean I loved it as a Giants fan when I when I watch the Giants and they go down and their series is, and, and, and their season is over, the next thing that happens to me is I become a Dodger hater. Now I know I'm a Dodger hater all season, but I truly become a Dodger hater in October because there's only one thing that I that I like. After the Giants are eliminated from playoff contention. And that's watching the Dodgers lose. Now, the last couple years have been good. You know, Dodgers got their hopes up two years in a row. I got to watch the Dodgers lose two years in a row. Dave Roberts, you know, never mind watching that man lose. And Dave Roberts, he's done nothing to me. I I got no bad blood against Dave Roberts, other than the fact that he wears Dodger blue. And there's an L.A. on his hat. But, last night, great day for me, great night for me, great night for Giants fans. Uh, All the L.A. phonies, and I'm sorry, but I'm calling you phonies, that's right. And I'm not saying that all the L.A. fans are fake fans, but I'm saying that the L.A. fans, most of them that I know and that I've talked with, and they're not real fans. I feel like there's a there's a disconnect in those in those big, big, big 
areas like LA and San Diego and uh, you know those big cities I feel like the sports don't really get the the level of of um, following that the smaller market teams get and the reason being is because you think about LA for for just a second this is a this is a city that has two hockey teams two baseball teams two football teams two basketball teams so nobody really has a you know, real love for a team, I feel. And and, and, and and that's not to say that there aren't fans out there that are just like me and they're diehard Dodger fans and diehard Laker fans and diehard Kings fans and, you know, they, would, they, they, they love to watch every game or they watch as many games as they can and they love and they understand the sport. But I see a lot of Dodger fans leaving games early and I see, and I've been to Dodger games personally. And I've watched the Dodgers play, and I see a lot of people moving around all game long. I see a lot of people leaving the stands. I see a lot of people acting, you know, just just not like real fans, I feel, you know. And and it was the same way uh, in San Diego when I was down there, and I watched... And I watched multiple different sports in San Diego. I watched multiple games in San Diego, and... It was the same way. Either no one shows up, or if they are there, they're not. They're not watching the game. They're not enjoying the game. They're, you know, it's it's more of like a a, a a social media status, right? Oh, here I am. I'm at the game. All right, snap a few pics and then let's go. Uh, you know, let's let's go walk around in the back by the by the by the little sand pit in San Diego and take some more pictures of downtown and the steel building and. Which is fine, but I don't like how all of a sudden you get this this fan base that comes out of nowhere, you know, and thinks, oh, here we go, like, oh, I've been a fan for so long, I can't wait to see my team do well. And, I, and I'm a Giants fan, so I saw that in my own, uh, you know, group as well. So I'm not pointing fingers at everybody but the Giants because I I was a diehard Giants fan from a young age and I sat there and I watched everybody show up that I don't ever remember being a Giants fan and I saw all the girls and all the boys and all the parents become Giants fans in an instant and and I'm not going to lie it annoyed me it did annoy me because I was very, very few people growing up did I see wearing Giants gear. Because, you know, the Giants, they weren't necessarily the worst team, but I saw many more Ace fans growing up, let's just put it that way, than Giants fans. So, growing up in the, you know, Northern California area, I had many A's fans around me. The A's were always in the playoffs, it seemed, at that time, in the early 2000s. I know the Giants pulled off a, a, a you know an early 2000s World Series loss to the Angels, which 
Um, I don't remember as much of an uptick in Giants fans at that time. But then keep in mind, I was about 12 years old. So I don't remember being as, you know, I don't remember thinking that way as much. But um, especially in 2010, um, just the amount of Giants fans that... I saw surface was was just insane, and then the years after it, it, it was just oh wow everyone's a Giants fan all of a sudden, you know. I was one of the few kids that I remember that would wear a Giants hat. You know, I would just wear the the basic SF you know New Era cap. I don't remember anybody wearing that back in the day, uh, you know. And I'm not sitting here saying I'm the only Giants fan, obviously, because I wasn't the only Giants fan. I'm basically talking now about fans that show up at very, very good times, you know. Uh, I was, I guess you would say, unlucky enough <laughs> to be in the Seattle area when they started their run. And and I, I even saw that, not even being from, not even being from Seattle originally, just being up there for, you know, for work, uh, I even saw the change, you know. I saw the change from no fan base to everybody wearing a, a, a 12, a 12th man jersey, you know, constantly. But uh, anyways, I digress and I get off, I'm getting off the topic. I want to keep continuing talking about the, uh, the Dodgers and the, uh, the lack of um, being able to finish off a postseason run. Um you know, the Dodgers, honestly, are a great team. I'm not going to lie. They won 106 games this season. They got a great pitching staff. They have great bats, great defense. I mean, they're a great team. They shouldn't have lost to this to this uh, Nationals team. And honestly, I put a lot of blame on Dave Roberts last night. I think, I think bringing in uh, anybody but Kenley was a uh, was a bad was a bad decision. I mean, this is the playoffs, right? You know, you got to be able to to give your guys a chance to put some runs up before you put somebody in the game that's you know, not your closer, not, you know, not your best uh not your best pitcher. And the thing is Kelly had already gotten tagged up a little bit in his last in his last appearance, you know, he had control issues and uh and at first, it looked like Dave Roberts might have made the right decision. You know, he he uh, throws Kelly out there. He gets you know the strikeouts and sits sits the Nats down in the ninth inning, and it's all good and gravy. But you know, uh, comes back out in the tenth and walks first batter, gives up some hits, and then bam, there you go. There's a grand slam, a four spot. In the tenth inning, that's always going to be hard to overcome. I don't care who you are, being forced to score four runs in in the bottom of the tenth is 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 a is quite the feat for any team, especially in the playoffs. Uh, Taylor makes a a nice little circus catch to end it all, and the Dodgers go home unhappy again. For the third year in a row. And uh, 
I'm, 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 I'm happy to see it, to see it happen. And I really, I really hope that this Nationals team can, uh, can keep it going because I would really like to see some history this year. Um, I'm always a fan of, you know, the, the long awaited World Series win. I mean, who isn't, right? So it'd be really nice to see the Nationals continue and uh, make it to the World Series and 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 and, and win, and it, even better without Bryce Harper. You know, it, it, it's it's got to be a little a little bit of a a little bit of a hard pill for Bryce Harper to swallow. And I'm not saying that that the Nats are in the playoffs or have won their first playoff series because Bryce Harper is no longer on the team. I am not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that there's been some times that uh, Bryce Harper has annoyed me. (laughs) And I think that he acts a little childish sometimes. And I'm not upset that he's sitting at home right now and the Nats are in the NLCS so Dodgers lose Nats advance we get ourselves a nice little uh, NLCS starting off in St. Louis and we will see what happens from here on out Uh, thanks for listening And stay tuned for more updates and random thoughts about the sports world from me, Mr. Miles.